there you go. So the official meeting has started and I know we had on our the agenda, I know there's a lot of people here who wanna talk about the Toll Brothers and some people about Arcadia. Uh, I don't know if any of you were involved with the discussion with PennDOT on Arcadia. Uh, I don't know if anybody here is uh, interested in that. I mean, that was uh, an interesting um, virtual meeting where uh, residents from the different um, um, developments around that property. It's on um, uh, Buck Road and the bypass. And uh, the representative from Arcadia was uh, explaining why he was opposed to every alternative of traffic getting in and out of that uh, proposed development other than the U-turn at Mill Pond Road, which a lot of the residents think is unsafe and would cause uh, more of a problem. Um, I tried to... Did you mean to say that Representative PennDOT? Yes. Yeah, not Representative Arcadia, Representative PennDOT. PennDOT, sorry. Uh, Haney, his name was, yeah. Francis Haney. Yes. Uh, and I published all this, uh, the, the, the uh, letter he wrote explaining everything again. Um, you know, I, I tried to argue with him about the uh, access to the bypass, which, um, you know, everybody knows there's uh, what's called limited, it's a limited access highway, but, um, you know, a, a resident came up with a plan to make that access uh, safer if it were implemented, but he still wasn't buying that. However, uh, I think some residents are still going, and, and another resident had a different uh, plan for access by that, there's that uh, service road there, that's the only in and out right now, uh, had a plan to put a, some kind of light and uh, special turning lanes. It was a little complicated uh, and that was rejected as well. I mean, I, I sent out a link to all my notes on that, uh, which I hope uh, if you wanna find out more information about all those details, you can, you can look up, um, but I, you know, I, I tried to argue what, what's limited access on the bypass when you have, I think it's the Caldwell Bank down, at, what is it, the Lindenhurst Road and the bypass. Um, you know, there's a parking lot where people can come in and out of that parking lot, right, onto the bypass, and he tried to explain that to have to override this limited access uh, thing, you had to fulfill eight different requirements. And somehow he thought that this, there was a boulevard there. It's called Brandywine Boulevard. It's really just <laughs> some road, that road that goes from Lindenhurst through the parking lot. And in fact, it winds, it curves around and ends up at that access to the bypass. And he said, one of the things that makes uh, access possible to the bypass is if it connects two major roads. But I doubt if anybody on Lindenhurst is going to go through that parking lot to get to the bypass. Uh, it, 
you know, and he finally had to admit, well, in the past, there may have been some backroom deals. So <laughs> I don't know how they determine what's, you know, how to implement that limited access, but you can read all about that uh, in, in my notes. Does anybody have any questions uh, or views on the Arcadia? John, John, just two views. One, of course, the idea of the U-turn is completely nuts and I could see why the neighboring communities objected to it. Um, but on the, other, on, the, on the other hand, I think what it, we're also concerned about here is what PennDOT's reaction would be give, if we don't use North Drive, that PennDOT will just say, hey, we don't want three lights in a row. You guys made your bed, now lie in it. Um, and, since, and just as they ignored the other community's views uh, nearby, they'll ignore our view, so. Well, um, yeah, that's a concern. I mean, um, I, I think I've, uh, there's been a lot of uh, letters to the, to the supervisors about it. And I guess people are also uh, communicating with uh, toll itself or anybody here gets, want to say something about what they think? We could skip to, to the toll brothers situation. Um, John, I have a question. Um, the report that was done, and thank you, Frank, for sharing that, um, the Delaware Valley Planning Commission, it clearly said that if that plot of land is developed, they uh, recommend, and that the study was primarily funded by uh, PennDOT, that they use the North Drive entrance. And I, has that actually even been explored? It seems like that was glossed over. Like maybe someone said, what about North Drive? And then someone said, nope, we're not using North Drive. So has that been fully explored? If it was explored and rejected, why? Well, Frank is uh, the person who sent that study to me. Maybe Frank, want, you want to say something about that? Uh, I, I really couldn't comment because I'm in the dark, as much in the dark as anyone else. Um, I know this report back in August of 2020, when, when we were all talking about shouldn't have these, it was dangerous to have these exits on Twining Bridge Road. I don't remember anybody mentioning this report. I don't remember any mentioning this report at all. And, um, you know, I was just happened to do a Google search and this thing popped up. So... Yeah, thank God for Google. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's interesting because it's very specific to our stretch of 413. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, I could tell you, I haven't had any discussion with anybody to come up with the current plan that they have. I think that that uh, North uh, Drive uh, option was discussed. I know there might be at least one supervisor who really doesn't like that. Uh, he lives in the uh, biggest and best, whatever you call it, the development that North Drive services. Um, and I don't know how these, to tell you the truth, I don't really don't know how these uh, plans, that the, the plan that you saw how they came up with that, you know, they obviously discussed it with the um, somebody at the township, and um, but I wasn't any part of that discussion, and there wasn't very much uh, discussed about the North Drive uh, uh, alternative when it was uh, going to have those uh, 
feeds into um, Twining Bridge Road, you know, as an alternative to that. Right. I, th I think it was mentioned a couple of times at a public meeting. I, rem I remember it being mentioned a, multi a couple of times to have the North Drive entrance used, but like nobody, they, I mean, it was shot down a lot, like right away. And I just don't understand because it's the light there already. I don't see how it really impacts the traffic or the other development across the street if there's already a light that they have to sit at anyway. Um, one of the things that really, as I said to John earlier, just boggles my mind that they are even considering using Municipal Drive. It is the only egress that we have for our, our emergency services. It's fire, police, <laughs> Department of Public Works. Um, it's a narrow road. And I can envision many scenarios where let's say a school bus is coming in and somebody is coming in and a fire truck's going out. There's no shoulder even for how can a fire truck um, get out if we've got people coming and going and no shoulder? To pull over on. Yeah, and that's whether there's a light. And this is, by light, the way, my husband Bill. <laughs> whether there's a light or not, you know, a signal or not. Yeah. Yeah. The, the other thing is the town's given up pretty valuable space at the municipal complex. There, you got a big berm, a big uh, bay. You got the road. It's you know that's they may need another town barn there. You know, and uh, I don't know who. I don't know if toll is paying the town for that property or what, but do you know, uh, John? No, I mean, that's interesting. Uh, the only thing I'm aware of is what you guys are aware of in the letter that toll sent. And I, you know, I, what I know from past uh, experiences that um, sometimes a developer will come into town and say, I, I remember, uh, uh, one of the convenience gas station combinations, not the uh, Wawa. What was another one? Uh, they serve maybe. They serve chicken. It's a different. Uh, <laughs> oh. oh, the Royal, Royal Farms. Royal Farms. Yeah. <laughs> Royal Farms wanted to do something on a property owned by this developer, and uh, she came in and talked to supervisors two by two on. Uh, you know, what do you think of this idea to have it on uh, Newtown Yardley Road, uh, you know, where they just built a new medical center? I think you might have seen that over there. Um, now, of course, there were some supervisors who didn't like that. Uh, and, you know, it's right down the street from other service stations. And um, so, you know, we gave opinions on it two by two because you can get two supervisors in the same room to talk about it and it doesn't have to be a public meeting. Right. So, you know, none of this is uh, mentioned to the public and uh, I I'm assuming, you know, maybe something like that happened in this case with Toll. They came in, they talked to, uh, first of all, it's the result of a law suit that Toll Brothers has against the township for refusing the first plan. So what they're trying to do is uh, let's settle this, uh, come up with a new plan, maybe we can settle the case, the law case. Right. So this is exactly like, you know, the steps followed with Arcadia. And uh, the township just uh, seems to me to be very adverse to fighting cases in court. 
but um, so it's always, well, it's probably always a good idea to see how we can settle this out of court. Obviously, uh, that's often a, a better way of, of handling things. So that's the state that it's really in. And um, the next phase would be where they would, you know, depending upon um, the uh, feedback they get from you guys, mostly, uh, you know, when you respond to that letter, which I hope people will do, not just to the supervisors, but you should respond to Toll Brother. They gave you the email address of the person and all that. Right. Uh, they will have to uh, comment on your comments. And that's what the supervisors will see and review. And in the public meeting also at some point, uh, this will all be discussed. So right now there is no settlement really. It's just a proposal for this uh, new kind of development. And I understand about the municipal drive. I don't see how they really could come up with that idea. I have a word for that road that kind of winds around. I've never seen anything like that. Right, uh, yeah, yeah. Now John, I have a, I have a question um, to, to pose. We discussed at the Environmental Advisory um, Council that there is a portion along that township um, road, and I might be wrong, help me out here, that is, is truly conservation land and is not to be touched. Am I correct? Well, it's conservation management, which uh, where they're intending to build uh, the road goes through property that's owned by the township. And I, I don't know if that's a, a conservation, its own conservation management, but you can build on a conservation management uh, zoned property. There's certain uh, rules, but. <laughs> right, I thought, I thought that like when we, when you had um, denied the first plan was because because the land is conservation management, they're supposed to have specific property sizes and they yes. were not following that at all. They were not. So the, why, how can they come back after you denied it when they weren't even following what the size of the lots were supposed to be anyway? The three acres. Right. Well, that's just one uh, uh, way of permitted use of conservation management zone property. The other one is what they call cluster. Uh, development and that's what Toll Brothers in its first uh, plan and in this plan is doing. They're clustering the homes and they have to preserve some agricultural use and all these other things which maybe and I'm not sure but maybe technically they're complying with the zoning regulations, the zoning ordinance uh, if they didn't comply with the zoning, they would have to ask for a variance from the zoning hearing board, even if, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not sure of all the stages here, but this is up to the supervisors eventually to approve. So when I voted on the first one, I, my belief, and I'm not an expert in all this, was that the, uh, Toll Brothers um, didn't, this, this development was not 
consistent with the spirit of uh, conservation management. In my exactly view. my point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe it's consistent with the letter of the law, but, you know, and maybe that's what I have to vote on. But look, I could vote any way I want. I'm a supervisor. So that's one of the reasons why I voted no on that. And the other one was about efforts to preserve agricultural soils. It's like, and in this plan too, it says like they're moving agricultural soil from where they're going to build and they're going to put it somewhere else. And that's preserving it. Discuss that. Yeah. Which again, to me is, um, you, you, once you do that, it's not really meant for agri agriculture. Now I know one person, uh, Steve, uh, I forget, I forget his last name, had a very good, uh, um, Steve Fansteel, do you guys know him? Uh, you should look at his detailed comments on the settlement plan, because he talks about the uh, agricultural soils and what a uh, sham that is. And uh, he makes a lot of good points, even other outside of the municipal drive points that most people are, are you know, concerned about, including myself with this new plan. Um, I agree with you that, you know, you got emergency vehicles, police, fire trucks. Snow plows. <laughs> a snow plows. Snow plows that don't work in your neighborhood, right? You're in Delancey Court? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and they're not coming to your neighborhood. <laughs> anyway, other comments on that? Yeah, I mean, I still, I still have an issue with the whole access to Twining Bridge Road, even though it's emergency use only. I don't know where they want to put it right on the curve, right? Like that is crazy. And also we already have a township coming out for training issues there. So <laughs> what are they, how are they going to fix that? And then they also said, Toll said that they were going to keep as much as the, much of the natural tree and brush line as possible in order to put a road through there, you have to take that down. So that's already going back on what they said before. And it's all wetlands. <laughs> right. So, yeah. So, it, sorry. So John, yeah. Please comment. I'm sorry. I said, please comment. Comment on what? Well, I didn't want to uh, interrupt. I had another question, <laughs> so I. Sorry. Okay, go ahead with your question. This is I forget who you are now again. Uh... So, so my my question really has to deal with and and I wasn't familiar with the the PennDOT uh, Arcadia situation. But I'm, I would just be surprised that a proposal, well, not even a proposal, it's a, it, it, we're talking about a total settlement, that a settlement would be done uh, on the basis and prior to any input or any involvement of PennDOT. And so I don't really, um, as I said, not having experience with Arcadia, I hear from you when I read some of the literature, some of your uh, publications about how messed up that was, but I really don't understand how a settlement with a with an ingress and egress onto the county road would be done subject to. Right. Yeah. I don't like that either because of what happened with Arcadia. I mean, this whole process is new to me, but, you know, they promised they'll make an application to 
PennDOT, and then we get some feedback perhaps from our, our traffic engineer. And I think our, I was informed that our traffic engineer would uh, support a light at the municipal uh, Durham Road intersection there. And maybe that carries some more weight with PennDOT, but is that really gonna solve the problem? I, listening to people, I don't think that solves the problem. Am I right? That's right. Right, right, yeah. And then the question is too, if PennDOT does approve it, when does the light go in? Does it go in at prior to the start of construction? Because, or at the end of construction, and we all know construction takes years, you know, to finish a development. And in the interim, you've got, regardless of the residential track, in addition to residential traffic, you've got construction vehicles, because I understand that is also going to be the construction vehicle entrance. And here again, I just see this as detrimental to the entire Newtown community because of the fire and the police, you know, the emergency services. We have situations where we all know minutes or even seconds can matter in an emergency. And we are putting that, we're putting, why, why are we putting, that should be the top priority. You know, that is our emergency service services. And I feel that that has to be top priority. And again, and we have a perfect alternative. And we have a really good alternative. As recommended by a planning commission who's yeah. who's independent of this and knows what they're doing, you know. The planning yeah. commission has recommended, you mean North Drive? Yeah. Yeah, that yeah, Delaware I mean, Valley Planning Commission. I mean, it's a, yeah. uh, it, and the impact down there is minimal. You don't touch the municipal complex, which, you know, you're giving up valuable real estate and and clearance and things you're probably going to need at some point for additional town barn work or whatever and um for no good reason you know yeah. it's and, and i don't know whether we're giving it up or selling it or what we're doing but it makes it doesn't make a lot of sense the town bought that property fairly recently and it it just makes no sense to to dump it to toll yeah of all people Township, you you guys, this is why I have these meetings. You people know more than I do, so I appreciate all your uh, comments. The township bought this land, how recent? Well, the the prop in the commission report, which was 2008, 12 years ago, going on 13, I guess, the, um, the that was an, a separate parcel. And the township, and the, at that time, PennDOT, or not PennDOT, the planning commission said, if that is developed, it should that egress probably should use municipal drive well the town bought it it did develop it they put a whole public works uh facility there and it's using that drive but that mixes reasonably well with the fire and the police you know those those are town employees they probably know when to put on the brakes and let the police uh, go through the uh, you know this thing is crazy it cuts right across that property that's been purchased or at least now is owned by the town. I don't, it might have been gifted. I don't know. But uh, it, it just it just makes it may take. It's not just the road. It's the road. It's a big berm. I think there's a, a, a reservoir in there for drainage. It's uh, you're taking a big chunk of town property for whose benefit? I'm going to uh, that's a, a good point because I need to learn more about that piece of land. 
and uh, you know exactly what does the township get in return, regardless of uh, you know right. traffic situation. And I agree with the safety issues. And not only that, um, you know, I don't how many. I, I guess there's going to be like forty-five homes or something like that. Is that correct? Right, it's been forty-five. Said, forty-five. Yeah. Forty-five. Um, have they done a traffic study that uh, would uh, tell us, you know, when's the worst traffic? How many cars will they be lined up? Because there's only it's only a couple hundred feet. It's only a couple hundred feet from that entrance, maybe 250. Well, the, the, the road is yeah. not that wide either. I mean, you nope. got to, people nope. may be turning left, turning right. Yeah. Yep. And uh, even if there, John, if there's a signal there, that just means it's going to be stopped. So yep. where do the fire trucks go when the, when the light's <laughs> red, you know? And uh, it's just, it's just, a, it's really kind of a crazy solution. And I'm guessing it's to get around the North Drive solution. And that's, that's not a good reason, you know. If if they got the right, toll doesn't actually have the right to development. The owners have the right to develop it. Uh, so the, you know, arguments from toll, we ought to. They don't even own it. Right. Not yet. Well. Right. Nope. Right. But uh, yeah, I mean that's a real concern to me. I just don't know how that's going to work traffic-wise, and I guess. Um, you know, again, I'm looking to Arcadia. That's my experience with this kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, where there was a traffic study as part of the uh, proposal, um, you know, and uh, I, this would require a new traffic study uh, if we're even going to consider this. And, you know, I just don't know what comes first, the cart or the horse. You got a settlement. It's a court case that would the township seems to want to settle. Uh, and to do that, uh, they came up with this new plan, but they haven't fully worked out all the settlement details and what. I'm guessing, John, that we could have a settlement at North Drive. And I'm not right. sure, but I'm pretty sure PennDOT would go along with that. You don't have to have a, anything new going. Yes, there's a new element of intersection turning lanes and, and, and that, but we're gonna have all that wherever it's going to be. And that's where they already recommend it. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. to me, to, me to propose a settlement that takes away a bunch of township property that's valuable to the town for the reason they bought it, okay? Cause the safety issues that are there, start debating whether or not we're gonna have another signal, which we don't need if they go to North Drive, um, it just seems it's somebody's going to a lot of trouble to propose a solution that's that's really not good for anybody. Well, you got a bigger uh, you got a bigger opponent up there than down where you guys are. I mean, you got um, what's the name of that neighborhood? <laughs> Oh, um, oh, the society. Brand? Yeah, it's, it's, place. It's, yeah. But I don't know how it's going to hurt them. They could set that timing up on that light so that it's no different than it is today. Okay. Well, if if the Delancey Court says it's inter, you know, some people I thought had said it interferes with them coming in and out because of the additional traffic of the Delancey Court development. 
you're going to have Newtown Grant people saying the same thing about their ability to come in and out of there. They already have a light, so there's no difference. And I don't. Also, they have four entrances. To that. <laughs> That's yeah. a good point, Maureen, because they can go out Stoopville. They have a lot of other egress. That's right. Um, in and out of their community, and the the whole point of the safety of our of our community getting emergency vehicles in and out mm -hmm. of the egress, the, the spin road, selling public public land that is owned by the township. I mean, we're, we're digging into all kinds of problems that could be, you know, pretty serious and they, where they're not really necessary. So the settlement game, you know, clearly toll has been successful at this game before because clear, you know, they do this. This is what they do. This is how they get their results quickly. This is how they, you know, their lawyers are trained to play these kinds of games with townships who don't want to incur any cost or time in this kind of management. And so, you know, getting told to back down is certainly not going to happen by writing to them, I don't think. I think the solution is for our our government officials, the people in our, you know, township to understand the seriousness of the decision going on to the township road and what it will do, not just to us here at Delance Court, but to, as Maureen said, the entire community getting emergency vehicles in and out, plus the people that live there. Is that what they want to do in and out, right? Going that way? I mean, I don't know whether that's going to impact their marketing. Clearly, they don't think so, but it, they might actually think it's better because they have this little exclusive entrance and and they're also burned up to Delant to uh, Durham Road. They 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 might who think knows. But the point but the point of <laughs> you know why has been why has North Road been absolutely you know shot down so easily and so quickly is just is just a mystery. Yeah, yeah I, I feel like, Carol, there has not been any serious conversation about exactly. North Drive. Exactly. I, it's just like, I, no, we're not doing that. Right. It was like, oh, no, we're not going to do that. Now we're, we're going to do something do else. But right. as, as townships, as residents, don't we deserve, I guess, an, an explanation? You know, what? Correct. Why, why was it ruled out? We know that Twining Bridge Road was was the first proposal, and it was shot down for whatever reasons. We know the reasons, whether we agree with them or not. But I have no idea, and I don't think anyone in this meeting right now um, have any idea why North Drive yes. either was not considered or shot down. Well, I Correct. think there's... There is, Perfect. we realize that it's it's a large development. They probably have a lot of people saying, eh, I don't want to have any more traffic. Yeah. And you have the chairman of the of the of the supervisor board that lives in there that said no. That's kind of the elephant. That's, you know what? Reality. And that's a real problem for me yeah. right there. And yeah. it's not that's not what his role. Hey, he can take a separate role if he wants, but his yeah. role as town supervisor should be to take Correct. care of the town. You know, and I think Bill just brought up the elephant in the room. <laughs> I had no idea that was the case. Um, I hate, yeah, I mean, I didn't want to say it, but obviously Phil Calabro lives in Newtown Grant and doesn't want it there. So 
but it could be made to be almost in, yeah. indistinguishable from the current situation. You know, a, a little extra work on the programming of the, of the light oh. so that, you know, society place in that end of that development gets what they've had all along. And you have 45 more homes out of 500, is there in there? Must no, be a, a lot. I have no idea how yeah, many. I'm a guessing lot. at least 500. I tried to count them. There's a lot. <laughs> yeah. so, so I come back I come back to the ultimate, so the going, for, go, going forward, the settlement eventually will occur prior to PennDOT having any input is that what you believe, John? I mean, that, that's what happened at Arcadia. I understand that, but is that well, a definite? Uh, uh, not exactly. That didn't, it didn't happen exactly that way at Arcadia uh, because I had dug up a letter. I mean, Arcadia has been going on for six years and with different plans. And uh, Pandad had a meeting with um, some officials, uh, I, I have to dig through my memory. I've been trying to locate this uh, document that I have um, many, several years ago. It could have been around 2018, who knows? Something like that, where Pandot had expressed uh, opinion that the, the, the best solution was to cut through the property owned, I think by Eagle Ridge to go directly to Mill Pond Road. So they did, there was some documentation from PennDOT uh, before the settlement happened uh, about what they preferred. And even at that date, around that date, they said, if not that, the only acceptable solution to us is the U-turn. So PennDOT had already made up its mind um, you know, many years ago, before the settlement was reached. Uh, and people knew about that. I mean, uh, at least the supervisors knew about that. The township knew about that. Uh, the township, um, you know, uh, could have, uh, by eminent domain, taken over that land of Eagle Ridge so that they could use it for a road work, but that would never happen. Um, so, uh, I don't know how this works with PennDOT once, I, once a settlement is proposed, uh, and with Eagle and with the Acadia, the settlement, um, involved the developments around there, a couple of the developments, at least, at least Eagle Ridge who filed the case separately against the developer. So they were a party to this whole settlement process and uh, fought against that idea of cutting through their property to Mill Pound Road. And that's why it was in the settlement. It said, never ever should there be any cut through through that property. <laughs> so uh, at the moment, there's no party, no uh, resident uh, interested party who's a party to this case where the settlement is going to be made. So, however, PennDOT did have this meeting with even other residents in the area, even though they were not party to the case. They didn't have to do that. 
And I commend them for bringing in the residents to really try to explain to them why they thought anything else than the U-turn was uh, uh, impossible for them. Now, I don't know how that works with this case and the Toll Brothers. Uh, they, the Toll Brothers from the last version that they had, they did uh, submit a traffic study as part of the uh, process, as part of the application, let's say. So I'm thinking that, you know, for us to even start to consider this, they'd have to do a toll, uh, a traffic study as well, but that doesn't necessarily involve uh, PennDOT. But I think, as I said before, if our traffic engineers think that uh, this could be safe uh, at, at the municipal drive and there sh should be a traffic light there, I don't know how that influences PennDOT, but, you know, PennDOT has its own rules. <laughs> It, uh, yeah. It's right. concerned about the traffic and, and that's it, you know, and safety. Well, I, 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 to answer, well, I can't answer, but I think, um, I think it was Jimmy who asked about, you know, would they do approve this before PennDOT made recommendations? In the letter that we received, the one that was the August 27th letter, it says toll would pay for the traffic light if warranted by PennDOT, but I get the impression, and I could be wrong, John, that the townships would vote on this, let's say approve the development, and then, yes, toll will pay for the light if warranted. There, unless we have an ironclad commitment to put a light in there and actually even put it in prior to construction, the beginning of construction, I think this could be a disaster. I don't know how else to say it. <laughs> and you know what else I was would like to add to your point, which is excellent, John. How have we gotten this far that the township, at the guys that you just referred to, um, that you know the township, you know planners, how have they not even weighed in on this at this point? Especially, you just said, well, if they think it's safe, if they think it's safe for them to do this, and if they wait a minute. Why aren't they in the forefront of coming up with a commitment of saying, yeah, this is okay, or no, this is not okay, rather than waiting for toll to, you know, kind of, kind, you know, kind of threaten with their lawsuit. Um, my guess, you know, Carol, is they're ahead decision. of them. Yeah, like uh, Carol. My guess is toll has gotten ahead of the township in this case. Exactly my point. The township yeah. has, wait a minute, we're like backwards waiting you know, they're making all these decisions and now we're saying, well, we need these guys to come in and find out what do they think? Do they think it's safe? Toll's telling us it's safe and we're listening to them. That's where it's wrong. Right, and as you said, Carol, Toll's had a lot of experience. This isn't their first rodeo. Oh, this is not their first <laughs> so rodeo. They, they know, play this game, yeah. Yep, they know what to say and what cards to play. And they don't right. even own the property. Well, uh, yeah. Peter, you have to unmute yourself. Peter, did you want to say something? You have to unmute yourself, yeah. Peter. That's Mike. <laughs> That's actually Mike. Mike, you're muted. Mike, you're muted. You're muted, Mike. We can't hear no. you. Can't hear. Who's Sorry. bottom left? There you go. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> the commercial where the, the poor fellas uh, muted the whole time. Uh, 
Uh, anyway, I'm also a resident at Delancey Court. And just to sort of follow up on what Bill and, and Carol were saying, uh, and Maureen as well, it's a bit of a hypothetical, but let's just say, for instance, this ground that one way or another, that's township ground, that's either seeded, sold, whatever in that sense, you know, down the road, five years, 10 years, there's a need for the township complex to be expanded. And then that's been disappeared at that point. Why isn't that some kind of element that should also be taken into consideration? You know, the future of the township's property for the use of the townships, again, to follow up on some of their statements rather than this just sort of disappearing and then potentially exactly. down the road. Yeah, oh, now we need more ground. We got to go out and buy more ground and et cetera, et cetera there. Well, yeah, that would put more strain on municipal drive. Uh, and yeah, that's not really planning for the future. It's kind of limiting what your plans could be. That's what you're saying, I think. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it's sort of a hypothetical, but these things do more often than not roll out there. And then with the benefit of hindsight, oh, maybe we should have pushed more to have had that solution, you know, that made sense for these other reasons as well. You know, back then, rather than seemingly, as, as Carol's saying, and, and Maureen said as well, uh, I, I saw it and Maureen and Bill saw it here in Delancey Court. There were uh, things that Toll wanted to do in this community that the community was not happy with in terms of some of the details. And there was enough pressure brought to bear where at least within the community, they then changed at that point. So in that sense, uh, they do have their 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 playbook and their their game plan and pretty well known at this point. So I think to you know try to at least catch up, even if they are ahead at the moment, uh, you know through whatever means by you know informing them of our displeasure of these other issues and then for yourself and the other supervisors as well, rather than just you know uh, you know following up with that proposal there. Well, from my understanding, uh, the really first next step would be for residents to respond to that letter. I know that several people have sent in email and so on to the supervisors, but um, what happens to those emails? I don't know. Uh, are they going to be given over to Toll Brothers? Probably. But I think it's best that the residents uh, communicate directly with the uh, Toll Brothers uh, through that uh, letter. I guess it gave you the email address. Uh, John, we sent what we sent a copy. So we asked the board here whether it was okay if we sent it to the neighborhood so they would be aware, more yeah. aware of some of the details. And we did copy La Greca, and there was another attorney there. Um, Alderman, um, we didn't copy them on the original. We forwarded the one we sent to the neighborhood to them. Yeah. And I think that Joe Linkowitz also sent his copy to those guys. I'm not sure about any of the other uh, communication, but, but I, think, I think if anyone, all of us here can send, as John is suggesting, a letter with your opinion, your, your thoughts, concerns to uh, LaGreca. And I think it's Adelman, the other toll person, along to the township supervisors, the board sent out an email 
uh, to the community. And in that email, they listed the emails of the people that we should respond to. So it's definitely LaGreca, definitely Micah Lewis at the township. And the last one I think is Adelman, oh, yeah. but I could be wrong. Frank, you probably know. Yeah. yeah, well, I guess, you know, there are a couple of things here. One, John, the letter that uh, Greg Edelman sent out, he did not send it to everyone at Delancey Court. Just he sent it to residents, I think, that got the letters the first time when it was the 20th Road, just select residents. Ah. So, well, yeah. uh, I got a list of all the, it seemed to be a couple of hundred residents in their list. No, we, I did not get one. <laughs> I understand it went just to people within a certain radius. Yeah. I think you know, it's so supposed to be miles. 500 feet. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, so a lot of this community is not, you know, I, I disagree with you that comments should just be sent to Toll Brothers first because, because Toll Brothers, all they're doing is building their case, you know, how to, how to defeat the arguments, how to possibly build for a, a, um, you know, some sort of defense if there's any litigation brought by Delancey Court. Um, and, and so it really behooves the, the township to request the comments. Now, I did send comments to Greg LaGreca, uh, a list of questions and co comments and questions. And I also sent him a copy of this uh, Delaware Valley study and asked him why North Drive is not being used. And he responded to me that they're compiling answers to my questions and I'll get these answers this week. Um, and then on the other, wait, wait, no. on the other hand, um, I also sent a right to know request to Micah asking for a complete copy of the plans. I mean, uh, Tull Brothers <coughs> gave us a page of the plan which said the plan was dated November of 2020, that township comments were, were reflected in March and in May. And so I said, okay, well, share with me those public records. If they submitted uh, plans and the township responded to those submissions, share that with me. And I got a response back today saying um, that matter is being reviewed by our outside counsel um, <laughs> and you'll have an answer by October 20th as to what we're going to give to you. What? Yeah. And then That's I replied. Yeah, that's not right. That's not so. I replied back at a minimum, since Toll Brothers disclosed the that page on a publicly available website that the complete plan should be made available to me, and he said he submitted he sent that request my request to the, the solicitor for comment. Well, so, as far yeah. as I know, the right to know law states that they have to decide one way or another within five business days. Well, they cited some other law that gives them 30 more days. Uh, so, and, and John, ridiculous. John, and the other question is, I don't know if anybody asked this to you, but the other board of supervisors, when something comes up like this situation, do you not all get together and actually look at the site and look at the comments as a group? And, no. and actually, then, Tell me why. I don't because understand that, the dynamics. For all of us, or more, three or more of us to get together requires a public meeting to be advertised and invite the public to. So they don't usually get all the supervisors together to do that. They may get two at a time 
but I was never invited to any of those meetings. And I, in but, but even to look at the site, I mean, and I'm not going to say which board of supervisor right now, uh, as I know, he didn't even look at the site, didn't look at the road, didn't look at any, everything from a light to a crosswalk, had really no idea. Well, he drives, you know, he's an expert. He drives by the property every day. Just okay. same reason he said we don't need a traffic committee, you know. Oh. Right. You know, John, you should probably take exception okay. then to, to, uh, oh, to uh, Greg Edelman's letter because he said in his letter that after filing the appeal, Toll and the board discussed this possible mm -hmm. assess settlement. Okay. Yes. A member of the board, he said Toll and the board discussed it. Yes. Well, he threw you right under the bus. Well, uh, we did discuss the plan in an executive session. Mm. Okay. okay. And, and how was the general board feeling about this? I can't find the uh, no, it doesn't work that way. Our solicitor said to us, um, you cannot say what you would vote on this or whatever. Uh, it's just what are your questions or what are your feelings about this, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So we asked a lot of questions. I'm not even supposed to tell you we had an executive session about this. Right. That's, so, that's crazy. You know, I, 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 how I, are we supposed to have faith in anything if it's so secretive and behind the back and, and then some people are just trying to turn things down just because it benefits one person compared to everybody else? Like, it just is crazy. And it's the same thing with that happened with that other development on, 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 um, on a buck in the bypass. Like, I mean, that was approved through what, a technicality? Right. I think I, Toll has a playbook here, and I'm, I'm trying to understand what standing they have. They don't even own the property. They won't own the property until somebody says yes. So I, I don't understand why they have a standing. Probably because they helped out with the whole shooting range. <laughs> Like well, you never, you know, like there's so these back end no. deals that we don't know about. Like on the bypass, you're getting a fancy Cole's die. A big developer, <laughs> you know, it's a good company. I get all of that. It's just, it's just in this particular case, they're they're uh, they're working their angles, okay. And to me, they do not actually have a standing. Who's the owner? Well, um, you know, Arcadia was the same way. I don't think they own the property yet, but they have an agreement that uh, if this is approved, they will own the property. They will, but they don't. So well, yeah, but what's their standing, they were able to right? file, if they were able to file a lawsuit, they have standing, okay? How, Correct. So I'm not sure out. that's true. Well, apparently they Anybody do, can file a lawsuit <laughs> and anybody can threaten. No, you have to have standing. Have well, have standing. they by, by this agreement with the Archdiocese of Philadelphia, they have a standing because they are, I mean, there's a term for it. I'm not a lawyer, but they are like an owner and waiting or something like that. I'm not quite sure what you gotcha. call it. Okay. Hey, but, hey, hey, John, what's the deal with 413 Durham Road? 413 Durham Road is that five acre lot that's across yeah. from us that um, originally it was under contract and someone was going to build 27 townhomes and that was rejected. I never heard anything else about that. Well, I know it's now back for, it's listed for sale. It doesn't say under contract. So you're building this road right behind their property. Right. Which if I was the owner, unless I had some back door deal, I'd be saying, wait, you're harming my value because you're going to run a road behind my property. So what... 
what's being, I mean, what is the story with that? And where or, are they gonna access? I'm guessing they're looking at it as, as their access. Well, that's the question. But I where mean, is, is their is access there, is there, gonna be? You know, what does this mean for that property? That's well, a, and if they do develop that, is it possible that they would use that same road and yes. municipal drive? Absolutely. That's what I'm wow. asking. Wow. Then the I, problem just is multiplied. Or do they not think about that? Well, I mean, does Toll, does Toll Next buy this property and all of a sudden we have a townhome community going Yep. Mm. Yep. I mean, well, they, uh, you know, that's a good question. I never even thought of that. Thanks. <laughs> I mean, if, if 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 they go back off there, then it then it relieves that that landowner from having to do any type of study or any type of impact going out to four thirteen. Go out the back. Yeah, yep. they would use that, which would dump onto municipal drive. Yeah, thirty-five. You now have seventy or eighty. You know, uh, homes. Traffic. So, how does that get put? How did, how does that get? Reiterated to the rest of the board of supervisors now about that is what about having the both properties and have they considered uh, that okay toll was behind it now who has the front where are they going to access onto four thirteen well that never came up in any discussions right. now, definitely back of course not right so, that that, yeah. that would that that would have to be part of the settlement is that nobody else can connect into that roadway. Or use that roadway in in any way. So then you're back to uh, North Drive. No, 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 no never. No. <laughs> run, run another road in the other direction. <laughs> <laughs> oh right. Oh gosh. It's a mess. Not a tenable solution, John. And I mean, it it really is. It's a mess from a safety and emergency access view. Such a mess. It's a mess from the fact that the town's given up valuable asset. That it that it may need someday, and it, at least it would be segregated to the municipal contract where it belongs, and separate from residential traffic, school buses, you know, commuters, soccer moms, soccer moms, <laughs> whatever it is. You, you we all know that that those communities have two, maybe three times the traffic that a, a, you know an area like ours has, um, and it's just it's just wrong. If they put a light there, that'll mitigate some of it. But there's no there's no commitment to do that. Yeah. And, and what are you going to do? Hold PennDOT to, uh, you know, over, uh, you know, some kind of a barrel to make that happen um, when they have an absolutely legitimate and appropriate solution that has so the been goes in place for 12 years. Yay. I love that. You know, I think we all agree that there, for, for all the reasons that we've said, you know, and repeated throughout this meeting, it's a bad idea for many, many reasons. Now the question is, we all agree. Some of us have written letters. I think that those of us who haven't should write letters to the Board of Supervisors, the uh, LaGreca and, and Adelman. But where do we go from here? You know, um, show up at a meeting. Um, obviously the people at Twining Bridge, they were successful in having the plan modified. So it, it was voted down and the entrances are not on Twining Bridge. They did something. And what can we do to get our voices heard and to have this current proposal uh, evaluated, hopefully voted down and, an, and a realistic one uh, reviewed and considered? Well, Marie, before...
And, and we would need to know timing. Yeah. I right. Mean, right. Timing. We, you're asking questions about the exact procedure, and I can try to get some clarification on that. But um, before anything is voted on, I'm sure there'll be several public meetings, like there was with the previous proposal, uh, where residents could, uh, you know, participate. And uh, that's how the Twining Bridge people, uh, I don't think they hired any uh, lawyer or anything like that. I know the people in the, uh, with Arcadia did, uh, you know, have their own case filed in the court. So they were party to it and they did have a petition, I think. Uh, so, you know, those are some of the things that residents can do, but I'm sure there's going to be a lot of discussion of this and it's probably never going to be decided in uh, before elections. Uh, mm -hmm. So, you know, yeah. uh, let's see who gets elected, uh, what they feel. I mean, personally, uh, I can't say, I shouldn't say how I feel about this outright, but I just told you some of the reasons I didn't vote for the first one. And uh, I have concerns that you have about municipal drive. And I have uh, concerns about the procedure myself. So somewhere down the road, we're going to have to find out exactly how this is going to play out, what the procedure is. You asked some good questions about when does PANDOT get involved and uh, things like that, which I'll try to summarize if any of you can help me out there. I consider you kind of my advisors on this. So uh, there's lots of things that as a supervisor, every supervisor has to think about uh, coming up before them to make decisions on. And sometimes, you know, uh, you drop the ball on something and, you know, you don't, you don't have all the questions in place. So I need to get more organized. And uh, if you can help me, thanks for being in this meeting. That helps a lot. John, um, has anybody spoken to any of the municipal employees, the police and fire located <coughs> over there? Has their opinion been, I mean, we are talking about being concerned for them getting in and out. Is any Oops. Oh, you broke up there, Carol. You're yeah, you got the drift of the question. Yeah, I, I don't know truthfully um, how they weigh. Anybody in. actually? Carol, are you there? No. Mm. Anyway, John, you can answer because we all have the same question. The, the first thing we thought about was, okay, there's a fire, and there's an emergency, and there's an ambulance, and there are cars, and there's a school bus. Mm -hmm. and how is this going to? happen on one right so what do the what do the municipal what do the police and fire who work there who have to make these calls are they aware of this going on and is this indeed an issue for them because they would be really good people to stand up or at least have them make a statement if they're allowed to right well uh i don't know i have to go back and listen to the executive session we had and see if that question was even asked correct you know and that's a big deal 
this is a problem that I was just mentioning, how I have to remember all these things. You know, I'm 74 years old. And we'll write it out. I have to take some medication for my memory, probably. <laughs> There's so much to try to keep track of. Uh, I, don't, I don't have all the answers. So, but, you know, I have the questions. So thanks. Okay. okay. So, just circle back to something that Maureen asked. Um, Maureen, at every Board of Supervisors meeting, there is a, a time section that's called public comment for items that are not on the agenda. So this upcoming meeting on Wednesday, there is a time spot for items not on the agenda. And I plan on being there. Maybe we and can get I, everybody 10 Well, 10 I don't know whoever's going to go there, but I'm going to be there <laughs> and I have something to say about this. So um, I will there, be there. Something. There was one resident last one of the last meetings. Yeah. Was there? Carol Orbeck, and was, I actually went with her, but she spoke. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm. we are planning to go to Frank and to say something. And I, I guess the sooner we, I don't want to say make some noise, but yeah, make some noise here, make our um, opinions and concerns heard, probably the better, right? Because- Maureen, I, I just have a comment, maybe, and look for John to hear this as well. Uh, everybody that's on this thing, uh, this meeting today, get together, write your questions before Wednesday, one person speak, and then we have a petition from just get around quickly tomorrow and Wednesday, as many residents as we can get to, well, and we divide and conquer. Yeah, but I, I, no, I don't agree. I, I don't think we're <laughs> one resident agree. speak. I think many residents no, should no. speak. That, okay, I agree. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, just don't say the same thing. No, well, that's I, maybe that's to Elaine's point. Let's say, okay, Frank, you're going to talk about this aspect, you know, Carol, you talk about that, and Mike talk about another, right? So that should be organized. I'm happy, to, I, I'm happy to share my notes of what I'm going to say with mm -hmm. everyone. Yeah, but we should get together. That's yeah. It. And would it make sense to kind of, you know, rally the troops? That's and what I not yeah. everyone speak, but at least we we are there in mass. So we it's not just oh, I, don't one, know many, I mean, I, I'm not going to throw anybody under the bus. But, you know, I really appreciate Joe Hillock sending that letter, writing that letter that Carol presented. But I don't is anyone from the board on uh, HOA board on this call? Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> I, I honestly think that our HOA board, we should be talking to our HOA board that they have to, you know, step up. Well, that makes an impression, I can tell you, on the supervisors, because with Arcadia, there were at, at least two board members of VP and a president of the board of different HOAs come and make public comments. So, Well, and that's what Carol did at the last meeting. Carol's secretary of the board. And, and she, she meant to be on this call. I don't know what yeah, happened. Yeah, I don't know why. She what told happened. us about the call. That's how we found out about right, it. Right, right. Um, I, Carol represented Joe last week because he couldn't be there, but she presented Joe's letter. Joe is the president of our HOA. So, so we should ask, not, not really knock on our neighbor's doors, but, you know, ask everybody to come to this meeting on Wednesday. And I think, it's and even a, if they don't speak, at least they'll see that there's a lot of people there. You know, we can't all speak kind of, kind of overwhelming, but they'll say, you know, they'll be able to see that uh, there's a lot of people concerned about this. Yeah, I so, thought Carol was on this call. But he wasn't, that's another Carol. Oh, that's another Carol. <laughs> yeah. it's Carol, Carol Urbach is the uh, uh, oh, okay, secretary. Right. Yeah, she was the one who was at the meeting. And she week. meant to be on this call 
I, I know we're having technical troubles now. Our video died, and I think some other folks have had some interesting. Uh, so maybe that's what happened. Maybe, to her. yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'm sorry. I, I I joined I joined late, and somebody had said something about some seeding some some municipal land in order to make this get done. Yeah, it goes right that road and the berm behind it, and I think there's also a reservoir there. That's all town property now. Uh, I don't know if it's a reservoir; it's a water. Yeah, shed. yeah. Not, well, I won't. Wrong word, I guess. But it's uh, there's some water management, and right. there's a berm, and the road itself is all cutting across uh, a township property. If you look at the map on the plan that they gave, it's marked off as township property. And I noted that it was different because it was separately owned back when that, um, when, the, when the study was done in 2008. So, uh, but- Okay. And, so, and somebody had brought up the, uh, the, tra the traffic study that was done when the original plan was to come out onto Twining Bridge Road. Um, I'm not sure of the exact numbers, but Toll had projected about 75 to 80% of the, the homes having to need access during, during the rush hour hours, both in the morning and in the evening. There was even le less in the evening than was in the morning. So I, I don't know how Toll proposes that somebody can buy a million dollar, million dollar home, which I'm assuming to be the pr price around, that's gonna be a million dollar home and that people are gonna be able to work once this, once the pandemic is over, without leaving their property, okay. And a lot of times it's two or more per property. Yeah. right. Plus right. you have soccer games every afternoon. You have uh, the school title, buses coming in and out. You got. Practice. We all know. We all know. Yeah. Amazon delivery. They had, they had 60, 60 homes plan, planned, but they were saying that there would be only be only be forty five. Uh, 45 cars involved in the morning and evening rush hours. I don't know how that, that one worked out. Well, that would be easy to challenge. <laughs> part, part, of, part of the other, other thing is that if you take a look at the plan, when they have the uh, multi-use trail going around the outside, once again, they, have, they, they don't continue that out to a point where it will meet the trail. <coughs> Bless you. That goes along the backside of the twenty of Twining Bridge. So once again, part of the municipal, the new town trail trail development, is another little piece. And then all of a sudden, you need to step out onto a busy ro busy roadway in order to continue walking along the trail. Again, it's getting se segmented again, where it, it's just a, a little piece. And I'm not sure if they've addressed all of the concerns over the flooding that occurs on Twining Bridge Road, which was brought, brought up in prior meetings. Okay, because every time it rains, Twining Bridge Road floods out in the in the in the corners where right. the road turns. And that's where they want to put that one access for the emergency access, right? Where there we have a draining issue on Twining Bridge. Yeah. yeah. So there, so the trucks are going to have to go through through flooded roadway in order to access it. Anyway, John, thank you for having the meeting. Uh, well, uh, thanks for attending. Like I, I think you have some good ideas, made some good points, uh, things that I 
have to bring up. I want to, what I want to do is I'm concerned about not everybody getting that letter. I can send, uh, let me send it to Frank. Is that okay? Uh, the whole list of addresses that the letter was sent out to, it, it's not, uh, it's, it's just in this stupid PDF format and you, you have to, somehow piece it together with the names and addresses, but you can get a good idea of who's, if it's been sent out to all the people in your neighborhood or okay. not so, from that. So part, part of that is, I believe the municipal requirement is that it is to anybody within 500 feet of the development of anywhere where this is being, where this is being developed. Right. Okay. But during the first, during one of the first <coughs> meetings, Toll had, had agreed to include all of, to include notice to all of the developments that are impacted by the, by this. So the notice should have been to to everybody on Twining Bridge that was involved before, because once again, possibility yeah, that, that was definitely mentioned in the last meeting that we had in person. But it should also but it should also be going to Delancey Court and to all of. Uh, who, whoever else is on North Drive. Well, uh, it's a pretty big list. Uh, but what I'm concerned about was the last uh, thing that they did the last time for the last proposal. They sent it out by registered mail or something like that. I don't know how you yeah. received it. Yeah. Uh, people had to go to the post office to get it. it no, no, we did not. I have it right here. It came okay. from class mail. But I did not have to go to the post office. Well, the other did. one did. The old one did. Last year, last year. Yeah. The several people complained they never got this letter. And so, you know, the supervisors didn't know what to think about that. But I'm, you know, I'm just concerned about not everybody has received notice of it. I know a lot of people around Twining Bridge have already uh, sent in some, of course, they like it, this plan. Um, yeah. So, no, I don't, and I'm on Swining Bridge. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I, I don't like I'm, it at all. Oh, you don't like the new one, huh? I, no. I, I'm, I'm, I'm off of Twining Bridge, and I, I, I don't, I don't like it either. Okay, I, I'm sorry to paint you in the same picture. So. <laughs> well, no, but see, that's probably the assumption, and that's the way you know. It's a to toll's advantage to go as Divide little as they can. Right, yep. right, yep. right, right. Well, we are, you know, thankfully, um, we have a very active board and they sh they heard, well, the letter was sent to our property management company, who, of course, shared it with the board and the board then sent it via email as an attachment or whatever, a link. So everybody in our community did get a copy of it, but only thanks to our board. Well, and they didn't, us. they didn't get a copy. They got, they got a mention of it in a letter with a link to it. Right. If, if people knew enough to look. So it's yeah, probably appropriate yeah. that it does get sent to everybody here. Yeah. But. All right. Well, uh, if there's any other comments, uh, I don't know, uh, any other questions you have, uh, the comment period where you could talk about anything not on the agenda is usually one of the first items. Oh. Right. Uh, on the agenda. So that would be the time to uh, give your comments. Uh, and it's interesting uh, because those comments go into the public record, into the meetings. Uh, so make sure you uh, state your name and where you live. Uh, and 
it used to be that the township uh, would allow people to send uh, comments who couldn't make it to the meeting via email and that we would read each and every comment so that it would be in the public record. But now they don't do that. Uh, okay. Uh, they all expect, keep, they expect everybody to come to public meetings in person now, which is something I am trying to fix and allow for hybrid meetings where people who cannot make it can at least come in via Zoom and make public comments and participate. Okay. If you offer to kind of put together something, um, I know there's a number of people from Delancey Court here, and if you could kind of share your thoughts with all of us that are at least at this meeting, and then, as you said, maybe we can kind of divide and conquer and prepare something so that uh, we'll know who from Delancey Court can go to the meeting and who wants to speak and what they're going to say. And not repeat. Not to, re not to not repeat ourselves. Yeah. yeah. Carol, you made a really good um, comment that I certainly didn't cross my mind. Has anyone talked to the police and the fire department? What are their thoughts? And can they make a comment? Um, I have no problem with going over who, to the police who, who department. Who do they work for? Do they work for the head of the board, the chairman of the I board of supervisors? I don't know if they can make any comments, but I'm happy to go over to the police department and talk to the chief of police. I'd walk over. With, I'd go with you. So, if, if, yeah. you know, if a couple of us wanted to go, it would be good because then we can remember. Yeah. You know, yeah. like you're talking to someone. It would it would be good if two people went. You could kind of you know, take notes and write down your thoughts at that when it's yeah, over. Yeah. Um, I'm, I can go pretty much um, probably late tomorrow afternoon or, or anytime Wednesday. And I know the meeting is All right, Wednesday, Wednesday would be better tomorrow. I'm not, that would not be good for me, okay. but Wednesday's good. Why don't you and I kind of offline? John, what do you think go. about that? Okay. Sounds good to me. Uh, this is Ma Maureen, I'm talking to you, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I you're know. not there anymore. I don't see your face. I know our camera went out. I don't know why. The, okay. the police chief uh, will welcome to with is open, I believe, to talking to any resident. Uh, you just have to call and uh, make sure you can get uh, time to see him. Okay. Or, uh, I guess. Uh, is the yeah. same true for the fire chief? Because Carol, while we're going, we may as well, you know. Yeah, we'll, we'll do. Double, I was thinking we do them both. Double. I kind of like to, you know, I'd like to kind of informally walk around this the fire station talk to the guys that are there and say, what do you think? You know, we're, we're talking to and find out if they even are aware that this is a conversation. They might be shocked. Yeah. All right. Well, John, like I said, offline lets you and I set a time to do this. Okay. Let's do that. All right. John, John All I got right, a question. Can we talk? Can we talk? To, let's talk tomorrow, Maureen. Sounds good. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. All right, guys, John. I'm, I'm signing off. Okay. Great meeting. John, John I really yeah. appreciate it. Thank Don't you. Bye, everybody. Before you leave, ladies, John, are the police represented by union? Yes. Fire, how about the fire? Yes, and that, that's why I can't talk to them. Basically, uh -huh. no, I no, I understand that, but they're they're saying about talking to the police chief and the fi fire chief. I think we should also be talking with the union representation, who represent all of the police and all of the fire. In order to ensure the safety of their of their union members, well, I, I don't know how to advise you on that, but what I might suggest is that 
uh, you get word to some reporters that you'll be at this meeting, mm -hmm. uh, I can give you a list of contact information for reporters. Um, I haven't seen them at meetings lately, so, you know. Yeah, that would be great. John, I think you, I know you have all of our email addresses because we signed up. Can you send that to us via email? Yeah. Okay. Just be sure to look into your junk folder. Sometimes I am. <laughs> right, right. Uh, well, that's true because told is not like bad press. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, I know people at uh, the patch is very influential. Uh, I could write an article on patch, but I, I'm not going to do this at at that this point because right. might need it later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it may be coming from residents. You know, a group. You know. Right. I'd rather it. Yeah. Uh, get reported by the their, their reporters that they come to the meeting where you guys are going to make a concerted uh, comments. Uh, it's, I think it's kind of newsworthy, especially uh, with elections coming up. Mm -hmm. Good, good, all right. Okay, well. John, thank you. Yes, this was excellent. Thank you very much. And thank you all thank you. for attending. And Frank, thank you too. Yep, thanks. For all you do. Thank you. Thank you. All right. All right. Okay. Good night, everybody. Yeah, you bye bet. Bye. Thanks, John. Thank you. Bye. Yep. Bye now.